When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belbit DeVoe. You're truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This, this is Invo. This is India RE. Oh, much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. This weekend, we're talking politics with the Black Eagle, Joe Madison, and he's got plenty to say about Trump. This is Cafe Mocha. On the line from Urban View on Sirius XM, it is Joe Madison on 6 to 10 a.m. weekdays. He's our political guy. If we want to know what's going on in politics from the Black perspective, I'm sorry, from the Urban View, (laughs) we talk to Joe Madison. Welcome to Cafe Mocha. Hey, thank you for having me. As I pointed out, Sherry's been the executive producer for years now and um and so she's the uh the boss i mean we've got a great team i mean but she's she's the boss she when you guys hear me raising all kind of saying she's really in the other room saying get them get them <laughs> we're talking about Sherry madison his wife and while she could, yeah. we wanted to ask you about these trump indictment. Yeah. Is it a good day or what's happening, Joe? Give it to well, us. Well, let me, t- let's be honest. Yes, it is a good day. No ifs, ands, buts about it. Uh, Trump has never had to be in his entire life as responsible for his lying, what potentially could be crimes, uh, as he has been in these last, uh, a uh, few years. I mean, let's go back to the civil lawsuit uh, where, you know, he's been and you had a judge said, you know, Mr. Trump, you are a rapist. And, uh, you know, he remember, he lost that civil lawsuit yeah. from, from decades ago. And, and you remember, oh, she's not my kind. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't remember her. And and so, you know, and you and, and there ended up being a jury said, we don't believe this. And then, uh, you know, you had a judge who made it very clear, um, Mr. Trump. And, and notice one thing. The judge said, Mr. Trump, not President Trump, That's right. <laughs> Mr. Trump, you are a rapist. And, and now he's going to have to pay for that. And then the sisters, New York. Fulton County, uh, the federal uh, judge, women are, I got to be careful because I'm not just on serious, but women are kicking his butt legally. And, and so he's never, never had to go through uh, any of this, never. So to answer your question directly, yes, it's, it's a good day. But, you know, but it's not over yet because you still have to have a jury. You still have to have a trial. And I I just hope that uh, uh, when it's all said and done. But 
let me also say, no matter what happens, legally speaking, what really is what we really have to do is get him out of public life. Here's what I want to know. How is the Georgia indictment different from the other? Well, RICO, um, that's the that's the difference. RICO. This I mean, this is a, a an indictment that usually has been reserved for mafia uh, type uh, uh, situations mm-hmm. that re- that RICO law. Uh, and and, I'm, and again, I'm not a lawyer, but but the reality is that RICO law. Um, not, let's he, first of all, if he is found guilty. Here's one difference, and that is he's, he and all his cohorts have got to spend a minimum of five years in jail. Oh. And, 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 and by the way, he can't pardon himself. So what I'm saying to you, there, that's, you have to look at the law. She spent, uh, what, two years, Sonny spent two years putting this together, uh, and and I suspect people have been asking, uh, have been asking, <laughs> um, uh, which one of these nineteen people might flip on him. Hmm. And what I've said is, I don't expect any of them will flip. And here's the reason why: I think she's got all the receipts. I think she has all the receipts. She doesn't need any of them to flip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. He's known as the Black Eagle, Joe Madison. You can hear him on the Urban View Channel 126, nationally 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern weekdays. But he has a partner in crime, and that's his wife, Sherry Madison. She joins us, too. Hi, Sherry. Now, what is it like with you two working together and with your husband being this this dominant voice especially in our culture. It keeps it interesting, never a dull moment. That's <laughs> for sure. That's the long and the short of it. You know, when you've got that voice, it commands attention, even my attention, you know, but having been married over 40 years, uh, I know how to get my voice in. <laughs> I know how to be heard. Do you get into the political talk too? I mean, are you guys at dinner going over this stuff or do you put it down at 10 a.m. when the show's over? Oh, please. (laughs) No, when you do a four-hour talk show five days a week, when you've got to do 20 hours, it's really hard to stick to uh, the end of the show and the curtain closes and it's over. You know, whereas we don't necessarily rehearse, we do value each other's opinions And so we do discuss it. And we know that there are times we need to rest, recuperate, clear our minds and, uh, you know, live, be husband and wife, be people in the community and uh, do those things, too. Definitely. See what a woman does. A woman does all of that. You need a you need a woman by your side. A A woman makes sure all those things are taken care of. Let me tell you, uh, you know, I've been at this for 30 years. And so let, let me tell you how this uh, began. She, she, we talk about this all the time. We're watching 
these the, the shows, the TV news shows, the cable shows. We're listening to you guys, um, and 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 we're reading and we're arguing back and forth on you know and talking to the television. And so I asked the people, I asked the people, you know, at Sirius XM, you know, can I, I need to hire an, an executive producer that I can trust. And let me tell you, you know, you're in this business, but I bet you you would agree with this. All three of you would agree with this. You, you have to have a team that you trust. You're broadcasters, but everybody on your team behind the scenes, you have to trust them. And that, and so serious action. So I said, well, you know, do you have a problem with it? And said, they said, no. And I said, well, and Sherry thought about it, you, you know, and I said, but you're doing it anyway every day. All night long, we're we're yelling at the TV. We're, <laughs> we're 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 reading. You know, excuse me. Might as well get paid for it. And he was doing uh, it for free. <laughs> he was doing it for free. <laughs> and that's how that's how she became. Uh, that's how we you know. And, and Sirius was 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 decent enough to say, "Look, we don't have a problem with it." And and let me tell you, you must have somebody that you can trust in, in this business. Somebody has to, you always have to somebody looking, looking at, after your back. Well, that's why we trust you, Joe mm -hmm. Madison. And thank you, Sherry Madison. And, um, you know, I'm the more political person. And minute I knew that we were going to be talking to you, Joe, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, Kevin McCarthy, speaker, um, and the House, uh, directing the House committee to open Biden impeachment inquiry. <laughs> I just had to, I'm like, I can't wait to listen. This, this is the reason why I listen to you on Sirius XM. But what are your thoughts? Oh, I, I'll tell you straight up. They, first of all, think about this impeachment hearings. And see, that's what they want to do. And there's a reason they're doing it now. They're trying to get us all wrapped up into uh, during this election year. They know darn well that, that for the next 14 months, it's going to be campaigning. It's going to be about elections. So what they're trying to do is get TV time um, and 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 get as much as much TV time as they can on these hearings, so that you're not focusing on what the real issues that people want to address, like the infrastructure bill. Uh, the you know we're building factories now. Uh, we you know and and look at the what they've done with Medicare for and the and the prescriptions and, and re, the reducing of uh, calls for things like insulin and I think ten or twelve other uh, bills. Uh, you know we're at that age in our lives where you know when I go to a drugstore, I mean I have to take out a mortgage uh, to get you know to to get medication. Your grandparents have to. That's that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to divert. This is what they're trying to do. Divert. So they're not going to let me tell you, they're not going to be able to impeach him. Just, but what they want to do is have a hearing. 
so that hopefully uh, what they're hoping for is that that's what the cable corporate media will focus on is dragging witnesses in front of the TV cameras so that we're not really paying any attention to the issues that we'll be voting for, particularly uh, as it relates to, remember now, you've got one-third of the Senate that's up for election, and the entire House of Representatives are up for election. And in terms of McCarthy, he really doesn't have a choice. This man barely got into leadership by the mm-hmm. by, by the skin of his teeth. And yep. he has to play to these people. He has to play to them. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. And so that's what's going on. Now, don't get distracted. Don't get distracted when they start these hearings. Please don't get distracted. Stay focused on one what we have to do, and that is voter registration and then getting out the vote. Because no matter what happens, if you flip, let me tell you, if you flip that Congress, that House of Representatives, and by the way, we may end up getting more than one uh, uh, seat margin in the Senate, because look what happened with the gerrymandering in Alabama, uh, the gerrymandering, I forget the other state, where they're going to now have to add an, a, a seat for an African-American and may have to add a seat for an African-American uh, in Florida. And that in large part is, is, is thanks is due to um, a former uh, attorney general, Eric Holder. Uh, good friend, but Eric Holder worked his butt off with these gerrymandering cases and won, won in Alabama. So we're going to probably get another seat for an African-American in, in, uh, in, in Alabama, may get another one in, uh, in Florida. And that would give the Senate a, what, three um, a vote margin. And if we flip the House, and that's the other thing. You flip the house, then, you know, it's just a matter of, of Biden and Harris being able to uh, be able to get a lot of legislation through that we really need. Look at the student loan issue. We did a show the other day and, and talked about a caller called in and said, you know, uh, I've got a letter. And you remember this, Sherry? I got a letter. And I just, I had 20 plus thousand dollars forgiven. Mm. And we, what was it, Sherry? About three hours of phone calls where people were calling in saying, well, I had a hundred thousand forgiven. That's what the issues really, what the issues really should be about. I think you remember that, Sherry. And and that's what speaks to people. Those are the bread and butter issues. That mm-hmm. gets through to people uh, because so many of them have been years and years, sometimes a decade, in in repaying student loans. So that these are pocketbook issues. So with that being the case, then you know that spells success. That spells success. The Democrats know it, and uh, 
So do the Republicans. Mm -hmm. It's Cafe Mocha. We're talking to Joe and Sherry Madison. The show is called Urban View on Sirius XM Channel 126. Sherry, um, we've been talking about voting, but voters are very turned off by the idea of a Trump-Biden rematch in 2024. What does that mean for the election? Are people even going to show up? Well, I think we have to count on them showing up. We can't become complacent. We can't count people out. What we do is have to, as Joe said, register people to vote, educate them to the issues, and then get out the vote. Get the people to the polls. You fight this war like you do anyone, as though you're going to lose. So you put all of your resources where you need them to be successful. And that is what we must do. A lot of people, Democrats included, don't want Joe Biden to run again. I mean, how does that impact his campaign? Then who? Here's the issue. First of all, this age thing. How are we? Not are we. People are sitting up there talking about, oh, Joe Biden is old. Excuse me, Donald Trump. They would be in high school together and only three (laughs) grades apart. Are you kidding me? He's I mean, 77 and 80. That's not a big I mean, difference. I mean, oh, please. Give me a break. Anyhow, you're right. It's not a big difference. Once again, that is a distraction. Joe Biden just have to stand up, huh? <laughs> yeah, but thank you. And, you know, and, and so... So the reality, is, and we, again, we did a show on about, okay, everybody, let's just talk about it. Um, if... if, if um, if not Biden and Kamala Harris, because let me tell you what they're really concerned about. If something happens to Biden, yep. they don't want Kamala Harris to be president. Mm-hmm. See, that's really that's really what people are, are talking about. Uh, and, and, you know, as as uh, Kurt, uh, uh, Charles Vogt wrote, they just, you know, they're kind of covering their mouth and whispering because, you know, we I don't know. Can she do this? So I said, if not Joe Biden and, and, and Kamala Harris, then who? Then who? Right. And right. we, once again, we had about three hours worth of calls. Um, and, you know, folks were like, I mean, if somebody even mentioned Bernie Sanders. Who's 81. Who's 81. He's 81 years See, and so that's the real question, the real question. And, and I, but I go back to where I started with this. George Will said this, and I don't agree with anything politically George Will has said or written about. But the one thing he said when he came to uh, our studio, he just wants Donald Trump out of public life. Because I'm going to tell you something. If, if Donald Trump gets back into office, we will not recognize this country. He's, these folks already, Sarah Palin, she's sitting up there the other day. I don't know if you heard her. She's talking about a civil war. Yeah. Uh, Donald, Donald Trump, you have one, you have one candidate who, who wants to be a, a Trumper sitting about where he's going to get rid of, of uh, what do they call it, birthright. So anybody any child born in the United States whose parents weren't born in the United States, uh, they, they would be deported. Birthright I mean, citizenship. Be, birthright citizenship. I mean, yes. 
and 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 then now remember, if Donald Trump is found guilty, mm-hmm. and how many I forget how many charges, ninety plus some charges, he's already said he would pardon himself. Yep. And I mean, this is this is where we are. This is where we are at this point in time. And never in my political life, uh, uh, career, uh, with the NACP, doing talk radio, have I ever, ever, ever thought I'd live to see somebody like Donald Trump having control of the of the of the government. I think I had Malcolm Mance on the other day. And, Almost and like a mob taking over, huh? <laughs> that's yeah. that he said it's it these folks these Donald Trump is the leader of a tribe. And this tribe thinks that they are the ones who should have the power. All the power. They're a tribe. I said so if you cut the head of the snake off, would the snake still be alive? Would they still be politically active? And and it was interesting. Mans who's written Malcolm Mans who's written many books about this. Uh, he said, "No, no, they they they'll still be around, but Donald Trump is is head of the tribe." And I think, and, and, and to be quite honest, I've compared him to he's like a political Jim Jones. He he has convinced people. Cult His leader. tribe, that, that's right, a cult leader, and that they would commit suicide. And they said it. They, they would, they would, they would commit. I mean, they would destroy this country to keep him in power. Catch Joe Madison on Sirius XM Urban View Channel One Twenty Six, morning six to ten a.m. We're at Cafe Mocha Radio. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.
It's Cafe Mocha. We're talking to Joe Madison on Cafe Mocha. You can catch him on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126. Talking a little politics today. Sherry, as an executive producer, what is the key to the longevity of a show like yours? I think the main thing is to keep your ear to the ground, to know your community, to know your audience and to speak to the issues that are important to them. And sometimes it means educating them uh, so that they know the issues, that they are clear about it, and that they understand the, the importance of the ballot. Joe has been an activist long before he was a talk show host. So they knew him. They knew what he brought to it. And they knew that that requires candor, honesty, and fortitude. So when you deal with those uh, credentials and with whatever issues there are of the day, then I, they, he has the ability to mobilize people and to get them to move in the direction that is in their own best interest. And that's extraordinarily important. And Joe, what do you want your legacy to be? I think I'll just put it this way. When I do my show, I'm original, authentic, and daring. And that applies to anyone out here. Even if you are a performer, a singer, a a talk show personality, uh, and you know who, who who told me that, and I always will remember, Aretha Franklin. She says, you know, Joe, uh, I'm original, I'm (laughs) authentic, and you know what? I'm daring. I'll sing anything. I've seen, I've I've listened to Aretha sing opera in front of Mm -hmm. uh, the Pope, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I I say to you, I say to all all three of you, you don't want to be like any other talk show. And, and, And so that would be, a legacy. The other thing I would add, and I always say this about we as African Americans, particularly, we are culturally conditioned. This whole country is culturally conditioned to believe that white is superior. And understand what I mean by cultural conditioning. Black is inferior. And the manifestation of that cultural conditioning is that black people have been undervalued, underestimated, and marginalized. And sometimes we are culturally conditioned to believe the the very same thing. You know, it was like today, today. Oh, I was so mad. Curry Lake. Curry Lake, yes. She she had the audacity to sit up here and talk about uh, lift every voice and sing and how it was divisive. Uh, and she refused to stand up at NFL games uh, when they when you know when they would play it after the Star Spangled Banner. So yeah. one of the things I had to do. Oh, and by the way, Larry Elder, who's running for president, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, agreed with her. Agreed. That nigga agreed with her. Agreed yeah. with her. So I so one of the things I did the whole first hour. Matter of fact, you can go online and hear it. The whole first hour, I had to educate people about James Weldon Johnson 
and how that poem Mm -hmm. was written and then how his brother set it to music and how everybody has performed it from my buddy B.B. Winan to Beyonce. (laughs) You know, I mean... (laughs) And, and but you see what she tried to do? Undervalue, yeah. underestimate and marginalize. Oh, there's only one national anthem. Well, we know that. Right. We understand that. And you know, we know there's only officially, but it's a misnomer. We as a, as black people, we consider create our ourselves own. A, we create thank our own. you. And I refuse to let her get away with it. I refuse to let her get away with it. So I just raised hell this morning, the first hour. That's that's why we love you, Joe. But one last question for both of you. Being together as a couple in what we say Black love, how important is it to have that partner in your life? You can go first, Joe. Now let the lady go first. <laughs> her show, Joe. <laughs> hey, well, go ahead. <laughs> we've been we've been married since we we have a blended family. We've been married since 1977. Mm. And uh, I mean, let me put it this way. And I always say this when I give my speeches. If I should die, and and maybe JoJo, I mean JoJo, somebody can put JoJo can put it to music. Somebody there can put me. I say when if I should die, and and first and go to heaven. And and got and got up to the pearly gates. And uh, Saint Peter said, "Well, you know, Joe, Black Eagle, you've done a good. You, you know, you did good work down there on Earth, so you can come on into heaven." I would ask Saint Peter, "Is Sherry there?" No, she hasn't gotten here yet. Then I'll just sit here on the steps of heaven and wait. Because it couldn't be Aww. heaven without her. Aww. Oh, 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 dearly pearly gates, come and take me in. I was thinking of a, I was thinking of a rap. Oh, pearly gates, come on and take me in. And if I can't get in, surely ain't winning. I'm a beginning. She's been there beginning. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. Now you and I are going to have to copyright that, okay? <laughs> So Sherry, is you there anything the left for me to say? Is there anything left for me to say? The best thing in the world for me, and my mother and my father told me this, marry the right person the first time. Marry the right person the first time. Now, they later amended it and said, for the right reason. And that is what happened with Joe and I. So I married the right person for the right reasons, the first time. And that's why we are still together, being able to live together and work together 20 hours a week minimum and not tear each other's hair out. (laughs) But it's a reward. I love it. It's a reward. Joe and Sherry Madison, you can catch them daily, weekdays, 6 to 10 Eastern on Urban View Channel 126 on Sirius XM. And Joe's book 
is called Radioactive, a memoir of advocacy in action on the air and in the streets. Thank you both so much for joining us. We have really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, and, and, and just, you know, keep up the good work. Keep up the good work. If you miss any part of the show or you want to catch the full conversation with Joe Madison, just go to wherever you listen to podcasts and type in Cafe Mocha Radio. Then click subscribe. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is the espresso brought to you by Toyota. Civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump filed a $500 million lawsuit against the city of Beverly Hills for racial profiling. I was stopped just for being black while driving in Beverly Hills. It wasn't to deter crime. It was to send a message to black people that we don't want your kind around here. Meanwhile, in Texas, they just passed the Crown Act, which says you can't discriminate based on a person's hair. But one school didn't get the memo and suspended a kid for his dreads. They're saying that his hair fall below his eyebrows when let down. They've been sending him to in-school suspension every day. Jesse L. Martin from Law & Order is back on NBC with his own show. You're the science guy. That's Bill Nye. I'm actually the behavioral science guy. Are you familiar with predictable irrationality? Paradoxical persuasion. Retrospective framing. Attentional blindness. Bereavement sex. That's a thing. Nothing irrational about that. The Irrational debuts Monday night, NBC, 10 p.m. That's the espresso. Cafe Mocha, Angelique, Lonnie, love, yo-yo. How are you hanging in there, Lonnie? Because I know most of your money is made doing television and movies and everything is shut down for over 100 days now. How you hanging in there? It's hanging. Thank goodness. You know, I got friends to help me. A humble heel, he helps me with speaking engagements and I got some club dates and because for those that um, are not aware, there is a massive strike happening in Hollywood. Um, It's the uh, actors and the writers that are on strike, which means that there is practically all production has shut down except for some game shows, some talk shows and reality shows. So this whole, we thought it's been over 140 days for the writers on strike, um, over uh, uh, 60 days for the writer strike. And what I keep telling people is that not only does this hurt the actors and the writers, but it's the whole production crew, the production staff, the people that support. If there's no production, there's no work for anybody. Not and the makeup artist, not the hairstylist, the cameraman. The, the caterer, nothing. And even right now, I think, in my opinion, I don't know how you feel about this, Yo-Yo, but I think reality TV is coming to a point of it's only one thing. It's one note. It's just everybody gets mad at each other and everybody tries right. to outread each other and then they start fighting. And the, the beauty of having a writer write a scripted show is that it, mm-hmm. it, it takes you through a story and that story has highs and it has lows. And without that, you know, people try to go, oh, well, let's look at reality TV. Well, reality TV, they're putting them in situations um, because they need viewers. And it seems like Mm -hmm. the only thing really honestly right now that viewers are responding to is, you know, the oh, the drama. 
And the drama is now getting more violent and more violent. And you have these offshoots of like Zeus Network for Black people. You have, uh, you know, and, and they're they're really like like fighting and things like that. So it's going to change. I think the people would, yeah, I, I, I think the people would want to see some scripted shows. I think the networks really need to get it together. I think this too shall pass. The creative minds, you know, I hope that they're not trying to take away the, their creativity. I think it's going to, it's going to come back. People are sick of ratchet rap and they're sick of ratchet uh, reality shows. Definitely that. And I, there was this big thing a few weeks ago about uh, Drew Barrymore, because all of the talk shows on daytime are coming back. The late night shows are not because they're under a WGA contract and they have a lot of writers. So they're all down. So it's just been reported CBS is going to bring like back Comics Unleashed, which is Byron Allen's project that he started like in 2016. And so finally, these these are this is how old these episodes are, and they're going to put them on CBS Late Night in replace uh, in place of Colbert. So finally, I'm going to make Late Night, but it's going to be me in in 2000 from 2016 when I had the curly wig. Cafe Mocha, Angelique, Lonnie, Love, Yo-Yo. Now there's an issue with the daytime talk shows because some of those daytime talk shows use WGA writers. And because they're choosing to come back to uh, air broadcast without the writers, the WGA is saying that they are um, they're crossing the picket line in their scabs. So those type of shows, like Sherry doesn't use writers, but The View does, Drew Barrymore, uh, Jennifer Hudson uh, does. So they're going to be in some problems with the WGA because, but I want people to understand the reason why is that more than likely they maybe have two to three WGA writers, but they have 150 crew members. So are they supposed to, they've been off all summer. And what they're saying is that it's bigger than them. So it's like, should we not hold production and not pay any of these people, 150 people for, you know, two or three people? You know, that's the question. So those are the issues that's happening. And my thing is, instead of the infighting, we need to work to pressure the studios to get back, get at the table and start negotiating. Um, just for an example, Netflix has the show uh, Suits, which was very popular in, what, 2009, 2007? Yeah, a long time ago. A long time ago. They put all the episodes, which is like 10 or something episodes, uh, t- 10 seasons. and I'm binging so- it like, like crazy. I'll give you it's the example. only thing I'm watching. That's Suits. it. And and it's making a lot. It's getting a lot of viewerships. Um, allegedly, it's like billions of streams. And one of the writers from that show said, "I've only gotten for residuals from from that two hundred and fifty six dollars, as so, opposed to what they would get on a network show, which would be considerably right. more, a, a a lot more. I mean, when you think about the fact that not only is it People think it's a lot of money, but you're paying out a lot of that money to agents, to managers, 
But we're saying what the residual hairdressers, yes. Yeah, the residuals <laughs> cover you until you get another proper project. Even if it's a smaller project, it helps. So there's a reason and there's a uh, there's a method to the madness of why they mm-hmm. want residuals, but they should be paid for their crap. They should uh, or pay us up front. You know what I mean? But you don't want to pay right. up front because you don't know if the project is going to be a success or not. So if yeah. it is success, which Breaking Bad was, then you should pay residuals and, and pay it properly. And this is what the fight is about. So if you don't think that entertainment, I say this to the average person, if you don't think entertainment is important, turn off everything. Turn off your TVs, your radios for a week. Turn off from your kids and just go in your house and just deal with, you know, whatever your free time is, maybe read a book or whatever. And do that for a week. And then you will see how important entertainment is. It got us through the pandemic. It gets us through highs and lows. It helps us to escape. Entertainment is just as important as a lot of other things <laughs> in our lives. But people should yeah. be adequately paid. So that's it. Hopefully. I love it. We, we we get some better news next month, but you never know. So that's it. It's Cafe Mocha. If you miss any part of the show or you want to catch the full conversation without the commercials, all you have to do is subscribe to the podcast. Go to wherever you listen to podcasts, type in Cafe Mocha Radio, then follow us, click like, click subscribe, click whatever's there to click. Until next weekend, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Stay close. More Cafe Mocha is on the way. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed- is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, Targeted electronic newsletter. Experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.